And now it's time for On the Money with your host, Dan White. Dan has been in the financial services industry for over 25 years, and he's been a featured expert in Forbes, Yahoo, the Philadelphia Business Journal, Dow Jones Market Watch, and has appeared nationally on Fox Business News. Dan is a member of some of the most prestigious financial organizations, including the Society of Financial Service Professionals and the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors. In addition, he's a chartered life underwriter and a chartered financial consultant, credentials you can trust. Broadcasting from the heart of Wilmington, Delaware, here's your host of On The Money, Dan White. People's biggest fear in retirement is running out of money. It's been said that people are more afraid of running out of money than dying, which is kind of laughable when you think about it. People would rather be dead than broke. But all good things come to an end, and this has never been more true than in retirement planning. I mean, if you flip back 40 years, you know, practically everybody had a defined benefit pension plan where basically you retired, and the following week you started receiving a pension check, and that pension check uh, a lot of times would last as long as you're alive and as long as your spouse is alive. But as I said, all good things come to an end. In the 1990s, we introduced the 401k plans. It was supposed to be a supplemental plan, not a standalone retirement plan. But unfortunately, many public companies and private companies for that for that matter discovered that they could shift the investment risk from the employer to the employee. And therefore, they cut cut out most of the defined benefit pension plans and shifted everything to the 401k plan. So when you think about pensions, you think about the end of the road of your work life, something that you don't have to think about right now, but I have some news for you. It's important to take a close look at your pension now, if you have one. Today, we're going to break down the things you need to consider when it comes to pensions. Welcome to the On The Money Show. My name is Dan White. We're going to explore both public and private pensions today. Um, how how are the funding of these pensions, and how secure are they, and what it means to your financial future? Before we get into the program, do have a couple uh, announcements. We have a giveaway today, a timely giveaway. It's called the New Modern Dilemma, and that's kind of what we're talking about. Pensions have kind of gone by the wayside, and now you have to craft your own retirement paycheck. So it is called the New Modern Dilemma. It's a white paper that we've developed. So if you'd like to get a copy of our white paper, pick up the phone and give us a call. You can reach us toll-free at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820 in Pennsylvania. It's a local call, 610-358-8942, 610-358-8942. This coming week, we have August 6th, and I don't know if anybody remembers this, but August 6th was sadly marks the date when the atomic bomb was dropped on the Japanese city of Hiroshima in 1945, August the 9th was Nagasaki. So we should take a moment to be thankful for our freedom. We may be in difficult times, but we always come through and better as a country. Uh, we don't have any events coming up this week. Uh, for this week, uh, a couple guys are on vacation, but next week we have two events. Uh, on Tuesday, August the 9th, we'll be down in Odessa, Delaware at Cantwell's Tavern at 5.30 p.m. And then on Wednesday the 10th, we'll be out in Chesapeake City, Maryland at 5.30 p.m. at the Chesapeake 
in restaurant and marina. So both of these programs uh, are very popular today's retirement concerns and solutions. So if you've thought about attending one of our programs in the past, or you've been sitting on the fence, now is the time. Don't miss your chance to hear what hundreds of others are hearing each week. At our programs in Pennsylvania, Delaware, and Maryland, there's no time like the present. Call today to reserve your spot. So today we're talking about pensions, and pensions are often in the news, but when they are in the news, it isn't very often good news that comes along with the headlines. Fortunately, there was some good news for participants in some pension funds recently, but that's the exception. I mean, here's the deal. Pensions are big, they're complex, and they're not very transparent. To really understand pensions, you have to know exactly what they are. By pension, we're going to mean a defined benefit pension plan. That's when someone gets a monthly check for their life. It can also include their spouse's life, but there's no account balance. There's only a monthly check that gets deposited into your bank account every week. The employer's pension plan has its own rule for benefit qualifications and amount. The employer makes the contributions every year, and the pension plan invests the money and pays the benefits. Participants do not have an account or a balance. They have a promise that somebody's going to pay them an income of some amount. So what could go wrong with a pension? Well, that's right. You all know what can go wrong. The pension plan can run out of money and not be able to pay the pension benefits that they promised. Pensions could lose money on their investments. Pensions can suffer investment losses just like everyone else in the markets, both because of market events and because of the pension's own investment incompetence. I mean, we've seen horror stories. I mean, just in this area, you have the steel industries, Lucan Steel, Claymont Steel. You've had the, uh, the airlines. You know, you've had the airlines with pension plans. I've seen many of them in, in default. Even some of the newspapers, the uh, the news, uh, the uh, the Daily News and, and the Philadelphia Papers, some of them have defaulted. And, and you know, what's the problem? I mean, a lot of these they they base their funding on assumptions. You know, they assume they're going to make seven percent, and they're supposed to invest in somewhat conservative investments. Well, we know bonds. Bonds have been paying nothing for the better part of 15 years. So where are they getting to 7%? So consequently, they've had to reach further and further out on the risk scale and uh, perhaps not to the advantage of the participants. So again, you might be wondering what could go wrong. Well, pensions run into trouble because not enough money is contributed to the plan in the first place. Employers have pension obligations and they have some funding flexibility, too. But again, I go back to it's based on assumptions. So they're doing their numbers. They're doing their actuarial calculations, and they're assuming a 7% rate of return. Well, what if they only average 3 What if they only average 2 What if they lose money in a bear market? Well, now all of a sudden your assumptions go out the window and the plan becomes underfunded. So, in fact... Looking at the last 50 years, it appears to be much easier for an employer to get behind on their payments than it is for any employee to get behind on their credit card. <laughs> okay, so many things can go wrong. Let's talk about private pensions. These are sponsored by employers. 
in the private sector. Those are corporations, typically many private businesses, but all almost all publicly traded stocks have been in the pension game. Private pensions are distinguished from public pensions, which are the pensions for government employees. And these include local government. An example would be pensions for police. You know, your local police forces all have pensions. And then there's the state government. When you think state employees, think school teachers. I mean, two of my two of my kids are school teachers. You know, the federal government includes federal employees of all kinds, including the IRS. The military, Congress, and the federal court system. We'll come back and we'll talk about public pensions in a couple minutes. Now, it's no secret that most private pensions have been terminated and replaced with 401k plans. Many old pensions continue today. They've been frozen, but they will continue to pay until the last participants pass away. Increasingly, old pensions and their obligations are sold to an insurance or investment company who will take over the liabilities and the responsibility for the plan and make all the payments. For example, Lockheed Martin Corporation, the defense contractor, recently unloaded $2.6 billion of pension obligations to insurance companies Prudential and Athene. Lockheed functionally purchased a group annuity contract to cover benefits for over 30,000 of its employees and retirees. I mean, Ford Motor Company did the same thing years ago. So the trend is there. I mean, the, 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 basically the companies are trying to get out from under that liability of the huge pension obligations they have, and they're trying to farm that out to somebody else that can, that can manage that. Companies no longer want the financial risk and unpredictability of pension obligations. They're faced with too many questions. How much will the plans have to pay out? What will plan investment returns be? How long will retirees and spouses live? This is a very unpredictable situation for employers. And when the plan falls behind on the funding, the employer is obligated to make larger contributions. This can happen when we have a bear market for stocks or when the bond, you know, again, the bond market the last 15 years has paid nothing. Employers and big companies hate that. So look for private, larger private pensions and those remaining to terminate and unload those obligations. We've seen it currently, and I think we're going to see more and more of that moving forward. Now, private pensions are insured by the federally sponsored Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation. This is also known as the PBGC. The PBGC is supposed to act something like FDIC insurance for pension. It's funded by the employers, in theory, and practice pensions from bankrupt companies create obligations far beyond the usual PBGC funding. The PBGC reserves for its single employer program appear to be very well funded. Its reserves for its multi-employer program were a financial disaster until recently. The last 10 years have been the best in history for pensions with great stock markets, great real estate markets, and falling interest rates. 
The problem would clearly seem to be the amounts contributed to the plans. Let me give you our phone numbers toll-free. You can reach us at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820. In Pennsylvania, it's a local call, 610-358-8942, 610-358-8942. When we come back, we're going to continue our discussion on the funding of pensions and what this means for you. We'll have more after the break. If you're within 5 to 10 years of retirement, this message is for you. There's never been a bigger disconnect between Wall Street and Main Street. Family budget crushing inflation. Unprecedented federal stimulus. Wall Street has never been more volatile. If there was a vehicle that credited you 7% up front, then grew your nest egg by 6 to 7% a year, guaranteed for the next 5 to 10 years before turning into an income stream that you cannot outlive, would you want to know about it? Call Dan White & Associates now for details. 888-690-8820. Surrender charges and other restrictions may apply. Welcome back to the On the Money Show. My name is Dan White, and I am the host of your show. This morning, we've been exploring the funding of public pensions. How secure are they? And we're going to continue along this track with some pretty eye-opening statistics. But before we get into the program, uh, I do have a couple announcements. Uh, we do have a giveaway today. We are we have a white paper. It's called the New Modern Dilemma. It's very timely as it talks about the shift from these pension plans to defined contribution plans and, and what that means for you. So if you'd like to get a copy of our white paper called The New Modern Dilemma, pick up the phone and give us a call. You can reach us toll-free, 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820. In Pennsylvania, it's a local call, 610-358-8942, 610-358-8942. couple couple upcoming events this week. Uh, nothing this week, but next week, uh, Tuesday, August the 9th, and Wednesday, August the 10th. On the 9th, we'll be at Cantwell's Tavern in Odessa, Delaware at 5.30 p.m. On the 10th, we'll be down at the Chesapeake Inn Restaurant and Marina in Chesapeake City, Maryland, also at 5.30 p.m. Both programs will be our very popular Today's Retirement Concerns and Solutions. So if you've got concerns about your retirement about your investments, about how that 401k has been doing and you're looking for a safer, uh, more guaranteed strategy as you head into retirement, by all means, come out to one of our upcoming events. So before the break, we talked about the problems with pension, how you know employers have to fund them, they have to base their, uh, you know, they have to use assumptions on investment rates of return, how long people are going to live, how much they have to contribute to the plan. And one of the problems has been when when investment returns are really, really good, they tend to put less in the plan. <laughs> well, you know, they shouldn't they shouldn't treat it like that, but that's what they do. They tend to underfund the plan because the investment returns have been really good. But then what happens? Investment returns get really bad and all of a sudden the plan gets underfunded and it's tough to play catch up. And we talked before the break about the public, uh, the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corp. Uh, it's kind of the government stopgap for pension plans. It kind of helps them out. And multi-employer plans were usually created by unions to cover members who worked for a number of employers in a common industry or locality. These multi-employer pensions were never funded adequately. Many employers disappeared. There was also corruption. As of two years ago, the multi-employer program had about $500 million in assets to pay about $64 billion of obligations. That is a financial disaster. 
Even then, many small plans saw reduced benefits, and all such plans knew future benefits were in jeopardy. This was a problem. So in early July, President Biden announced a federal rule authorized by the American Rescue Plan passed by Congress in 2021, and this this rule provides massive funding to the PBGC, whereas multi-employer plans who meet requirements will have their pension funds paid. So let me say that again. Our federal government will provide the financial means to pay the pensions of something like 11 million workers in 1,400 multi-employer union-connected plans. The COVID pandemic is the force behind the American Rescue Plan, but all of these pension plans were financial. Were already financial disasters before COVID hit. As of 2019, there were 2,450 multi-employer plans with 15 million participants and beneficiaries. Many were insolvent well before COVID. Pension Benefit Guarantee Corp. estimated unfunded liabilities of $757 billion. And actual deficits might be higher because plans measure their liabilities using their own estimated discounts rates, which has led to consistent understatements of liabilities and deficits. And even the PBGC, a government-sponsored guarantor of these plans, can't stay solvent. In fiscal 2020, the PBGC's multi-employer insurance program had a $64 billion deficit. (laughs) It's crazy. So why are these plans in trouble? Many are in declining industry. As employers fail or exit the plans, the remaining employers bear increased funding burdens. They decrease their workforce to cut costs, but also reducing contributions further in a vicious cycle. Employers often haven't made sufficient contributions partially because of the inherent difficulty of determining how much each employer should contribute which involves estimating, estimating the financial health and future solvency of other employers. So again, the government provided a bailout, and the bottom line is they wrote a blank check to political supporters under the guise of COVID relief. The American Rescue Plan states that the government will pay insolvent or critically troubled multi-employer plans such amount required for the plan to pay all benefits due, ending on the last day of the plan year, ending in 2051. The most egregious aspect of the bailout is it makes no attempt at structural reform. Plans are free to continue the practices that got them into trouble in the first place. I mean, this is just another another government handout to mismanagement in pension plans. I do have to touch on one other thing. I mean, you know, and, and the other problem is, you know, as they as they become un, more and more undef, underfunded, uh, they tend to reach further and further out on the risk scale. A growing number of pensions are adopting a risky solution, investing borrowed money. While most pension plans still avoid investing borrowed money, the use of leverage is spreading faster than ever. Just four years ago, none of the five largest pension funds used leverage. And while leverage could pay off if markets rebound, 
the losses it risks could affect not just the pension funds, but also the state and local governments that stand behind them and ordinary citizens. So you got a double whammy here. You know, you've got you've got America's severely underfunded public pensions are allocating ever greater assets to the highest cost, the highest risk, the most secretive investments ever devised by Wall Street, such as private equity, hedge funds, real estate, and commodities, all in a desperate search for higher net returns that, not surprisingly, given the outlandish fees and risk, failed to materialize. Transparency, public scrutiny... And accountability has been abandoned as pensions agree to the Wall Street secrecy schemes that eviscerate public records laws. Teachers, police, firefighters, and other government workers today are not allowed to see how their retirement savings are managed or more likely mismanaged by Wall Street. And I do want to touch on one thing that's been in the news recently. If you've been following anything out of the Philadelphia Inquirer, the Peasers, and we have a lot of Pennsylvania teachers, but the Peasers, which is the Pennsylvania State Employees Retirement System, has been under severe scrutiny. The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission has widened the federal scrutiny of Pennsylvania's mammoth public school pension plan, demanding records that could show whether the fund's staff improperly traded gifts with any of hundreds of Wall Street consultants and investment managers. The SECs just issued a 30-page subpoena and comes six months after the U.S. Attorney's Office in Philadelphia and the FBI opened a criminal investigation into possible bribery linked to exaggerated investment returns and Harrisburg land deals at the agency. The commission gave Peasers the state agency that invests $70 billion to fund pensions for half a million working and retired school staff until October the 8th to produce all documents and communications concerning any compensation, remuneration, reimbursement, money, gifts, gratuities, trips, or anything of any value exchanged between PEASERS officials and the money managers and consultants. I mean, this is unprecedented. They usually, the SEC usually focuses on trading firms and securities markets. But why are they why are they dipping into this? Peasers pays money managers more than five hundred million dollars in fees annually. Now, most of these investment managers, ranging from BlackRock to small Pennsylvania venture capital outfits. I mean, they're, they're fine, but again, you can see where the, where the conflict of interest might lie here. You can see the potential for, dare I say, bribes. <laughs> um, you know, you've got big money on the table, and when people are trying to wrangle some of these investment funds for their own management, bad things happen. So you've got a double whammy here coming down on the pension. You've got underfunded plans, which we've talked about for years. Um, last year helped with the market. market was up 27%, so that was a good year. But how far is this bear market going to go and how long? I mean, some pension plans in the country, CalPERS in California, there's one in Illinois, 
that are totally underwater. And can you see when you start telling teachers or firemen or police they're not going to get what their pensions, what they thought they were going to get? We could have anarchy. We could have chaos. So you've got to look very carefully at your pension plans and maybe you ought to be thinking about a plan B, a backup in case those pension benefits aren't fully paid. Let me give you our phone numbers. Toll free, you can reach us at 888-690-8820. Again, 888-690-8820. In Pennsylvania, it's a local call, 610-358-8942, 610-358-8942. Today we've been talking about pensions and the solvency of those pensions. A lot of people out there don't have pensions, and I'll tell you what, we can set one up for you. Just give us a call, and we'll show you how to do that. Pick up the phone and give us a call. Have a great week. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of their respective parties and not those of this show's producers or this station. Join us again for more On the Money 